Welcome to Achieving Your Child's Potential podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I am an educator, speaker, mentor, and author. I believe in the importance of helping children reach their potential so they will become well-rounded, intelligent citizens with positive influence and impact in society. Join me to hear from experts who can help give parents access to the best skills, strategies, tools, and resources to help their children be successful and ultimately excel in the world. Hello, everybody. It's Helen Panos, and welcome to my Achieving Your Child's Potential podcast, And and I have a special guest today. And Jewel, you're going to have to say your last name for me. Is it Chaudhuri? It's Ray Chaudhuri. Chaudhuri. Yes. Ah, love that name. That's beautiful. That's a really different name. So Jewel is here to join us to help uh, give us some information for parents that they can use. And I'm going to give you a, a little bit of background on Jewel. She is a, the president and founder of um, RC Consultants International, um, She TA, Revisioning My Life. And Jewel is a women's empowerment coach and career strategist who works with professional women who struggle with career burnout, boredom, or loss of life's meaning using their inner power to create lives of freedom, balance, joy, and meaning. That's beautiful. She helps her clients create lives they love on their own terms. Jewel offers coaching, training, and workshops that help women own their power and create lives they love. Her signature talk is Three Hacks for Manifesting Power, Success, and Confidence, particularly relevant now as work at home becomes the new normal. So this particular podcast is to help you women, moms, right? (laughs) So Jewel, um, tell us a little bit about your journey and how you, where you came from and how you started your company and where you are today. Great. Thanks, Helen. I'm so happy to be here. And let me tell you, I was in New York and after graduating from college, I joined New York Life Insurance and I had my first job as a group account correspondent in the group insurance department. And then I Mm -hmm. moved on to other jobs and um, then moved over to the underwriting area in, of group insurance. And I had been, the re- how I got that job um, in being a staff underwriter, was a regular underwriter, and then I moved to being a staff underwriter, and I trained on other underwriters. But how I got to that job was that I was a tour guide at the New York Botanical Garden. Ah, and they, figured, the Botanical Garden. <laughs> they figured that if I could be a tour guide, I could stand in front of the room and do training. So that that was my, um, my job part of my job is being a staff underwriter and I loved it so much. I knew that that was my passion and my calling. So I, at that point I had seen one of the people who uh, was in management development and training Mm -hmm. and she had taken her master's from the new school in human resources management and development. And I said, wow, 
That's what I want. And I didn't have human resource training experience. So I said, I'm going to apply for that program. And I did, and I got in. And then I was able to move over to the training department. And I also volunteered for other things. I was the chairperson of the Women's Network for, at that time, it was called ASTD, American Society for Training and Development. So that led to um, to being able to transition into that new career. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's awesome. And then, you know, and then I stayed there for the rest of my career. I went, uh, I was taking a class uh, in Lexington and Kentucky, uh, not Kentucky, Lexing- Lexington and Concord, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And what happened was somebody in the, program in the class had catalogs for PhD programs. And I and she lent them to me and I said, Oh, my God, I'm interested in this one. And I went to Walden Pond. That's the, huh. part of the story. And I contemplated what it was like to be which booklet and how I would go about applying and stuff. And I, I did that. And then I took a early retirement from New York life, became a consultant Uh and um, traveled still for New York life. They were my primary client, went to coach training and then became a coach. And my doctoral dissertation was on women and their experiences of power. And because of COVID, I pivoted a little bit to creating, revisioning my life. Mm-hmm. So really to help women to have the lives and careers that they love and to do it on their own terms. I was able to travel. Um, there were opportunities that I had because, um, because I reached out and I got things um, that maybe some other people wouldn't have gotten in the company. Mm-hmm. So um so that's me. That's my story. <laughs> awesome. That, that's an amazing story. I love it. I love that you have a PhD. <laughs> One educator to another. <laughs> um, so um, tell us um, in terms of, uh, you know, questions that we're going to talk about for our parents here. Kids as well as parents are experiencing anxiety about COVID, right? And a lot of other things. I mean, COVID is not helping matters, but there was anxiety and depression and things going on before COVID, actually. Um, I'm not sure if parents realize how prominent that actually was. Um, And this COVID has exasperated that somewhat. So what are some tips for reducing anxiety around things like test taking or not being in school? Because we know kids like to be around other children, right? That parents can do with their kids. So tips on reducing anxiety. Okay, so first of all, preparation is key. Mm. So the kids need to practice test taking. And, you know, the best way to do it, um, you know, I have one of my clients is uh, attempting to go back to law school and she has to take the LSAT. Mm -hmm. So the same same thing, you know, she has anxiety, especially with the math piece as a test taker. 
So the preparation is key, practicing test taking, taking those practice tests, and then make it into a game. And you know, if you're if you have trouble with the math, then um, look, take the practice test, and then start to look for patterns in the test. I think you know sometimes it's one type of problem mm-hmm. that may get you stuck. And once you've figured that out or have helped with tutoring, figuring that out, then it should make that easier. Um, you know, there's prob- there might be a question that you've gotten wrong on every test and that's the one that you need to concentrate on and focus. Mm-hmm. Um, center before you take the test, do some deep breathing do some meditation, you know, one or two minutes of just um, calming yourself and dropping into your body from your head will really help you um, that to, to do that, to reduce the anxiety. Music is another one. Um, my, my client had, you know, said that she wanted to play the piano as well as taking these tests and and doing the other things she said as goals. And so she said, I played the piano and it, you know, helps me relax. I said, well, let's do that before you take the test, before you take the practice test, because apparently music and um, really helps those, those notes are like math. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's part of the ritual. So building in like a little ritual before you take the test. Mm-hmm. And then be very careful about what you tell yourself, what your children tell themselves. If they say, I'm not good at test taking, what happens? It becomes the self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> you know, They're either going to give up at that point or they're not going to um, do well because they programmed themselves into their heads. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing to really do there is to switch the language. I am learning to be a great test taker. Um, reduces the anxiety. So mm-hmm. I'm learning. I am 100% committed to being a good test taker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it produces a different, um, a different result from there. So right. I think that's really, um, really powerful. And to really look at things from a curiosity point of view, or a point of view of wonder. And, um, you know, when we're in wonder, um, it's a totally different uh, experience from anxiety. So really being curious and um, looking and um, maybe parents help their kids by asking, well, what's the dream you're after? What's the dream you're after? So let's look at the test as one uh, point Uh, mm -hmm. on the journey to getting this dream. And Mm -hmm. How, how can we make that go really well for you? Mm. Um, I like a- that. Yeah. I need to look at it as a small component and not put so much stress and emphasis on one thing, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little goal. It's a mini goal. We get through this test. You keep practicing. We'll get through it. 
and then um, you'll be on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. It's like confidence building, right? Yeah, same thing. So- Interesting you should mention music or as a stress reliever. reliever. Um, my husband likes cooking and he says that's a stress reliever. I say no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cooking is not a stress reliever for me, but it is for some people. So maybe... That might be for a child. They, I, I used to teach a child that loved to cook. He's gonna, he's gonna be on these shows like Junior Chef and stuff like that. So yeah. I guess you gotta look at what your children might um, find is helpful for them to relieve stress. Yeah, and I found out I've been taking some callig- calligraphy classes online, and um, you know the teacher was saying calligraphy slows down your heart rate and reduces stress because you have to, you know, when you're doing cursive writing, you write fast, but when you're doing calligraphy, you're concentrating on each stroke. That's true. So it slows down and reduces the stress from that. So even something like that could. Kind of like yoga, right? Versus uh, doing cardio. (laughs) and that's part of it too you know shaking off the anxiety before before the test let's just do a little uh handshaking moving around that'll get you also with uh reduced anxiety Mm -hmm. Um, and you know um also distracting yourself in some way before (laughs) the test and you know, maybe laughing, maybe just getting in there and uh, doing some things before uh, mm. that'll really help you to to get through the test. And how can parents help their kids to become empowered as leaders in their educational journey? Because leadership is important, right? When they're building up a resume to get ready to go to college. Yeah, so there's a lot of skills and, you know, some parents are working right beside their children because they're homeschooling them. So, um, you know, it's encouraging if mommy goes to work, then maybe junior goes to work at the same time and um, they do similar things Mm. like, you know, junior has a calendar. And on his calendar, he schedules. Mommy also schedules. They set an intention for the day of things, you know, maybe the one or two things they need to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, power is really about choice and, and making good decisions and about being self-aware and um, affirming your place in the world. So knowing that and also um, taking action. Mm-hmm. So to be empowered is to really take an action towards something that you want and making a choice about it. So as a parent, I think it's really important to encourage our kids to dream mm-hmm. and to really like, you know, in COVID, um, some of us may stop, have stopped looking about what the future w- will hold. We need to do it, I think, now even more than ever. Mm-hmm. We need to really help our kids to dream, set goals, and to set a vision. Here, I'm going to college. You know, this is what I really want. Here's what I'm going to do. 
Um, and I'm gonna set my goals and take actions based on that. So building time into my schedule, I'm gonna, um, if extracurricular activities are required, how do I go about doing that? Um, even on Zoom, maybe it's, you know, picking up maybe not sports, but maybe some other extracurricular activities that mm -hmm. you could do. I'm glad you mentioned goals because I've done a whole podcast about goals. And I think that's very important. And I, I emphasize and encourage parents to do it even with your little itty bitty ones, like a five and six year old could set one goal and you could do it with them. And it could be, you know, I want to, um, you know, uh, do well in my class and in the semester, or I want to make an A or in that grade level, they may be just doing S's, S's and N's and U's. <laughs> but, um, but it could be even a personal goal. Like you said, maybe they, they have a something that they like to do and they encourage that. And then maybe they set a goal for that, just like you did calligraphy. I like that. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I'm in a writing group and um, we have um, one of the parents in the group has a little, I think she's four or five. She hasn't gone to school yet, but she really wants to go to school. She doesn't want to be with big people anymore. She wants to be <laughs> with, with kids, but she gets on, you know, when we're doing our writing, she gets on and she says, oh, hi, ladies. And we ask her, well, what are you doing today? And, you know, yeah. you may be cooking or doing something, but um, she knows about, she has an iPad. She knows um, when she's going to get on, what she's going to do. And, you know, we just ask her questions and, and just have some mm -hmm. fun with her. And, um, and I think it's, it's great that, um, that she in, she's interested in coming and and talking to her, talking to mm -hmm. us and and also telling us about her day. So, right. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and she's yeah. what five? She five years old? Is she I, five she might, years old? She might not be five yet, but oh, she's okay. um, you know she's that's, there. That's awesome. <laughs> You know, so we kind of like, because one of the other, uh, actually her mother's a former teacher and there's another person on the call that also is. Uh, so we, so we kind of ask her all these questions and what do you want? <laughs> she likes it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and so, and so she's accountable. <laughs> <laughs> so what can we as a family do to stay physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually centered in this time of uncertainty. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I think here communication is key. So the more we're able to communicate as a family, the better it will be. So we talked about goal setting for this earlier um, question. There's, uh, you know, when my husband and I, um, probably a bit, at least 15 years ago, we used to do this thing. We would write our individual goals at the beginning of the year, and then we would take them and we would compare them and switch. And what's on the top of his list? What's on the top of my list? And I think you can do that same thing as a family. Mm. And um, 
to really look for similarities, um, things that are on your priority list that are also on mine that are on the kids list. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that may make for a family vacation. And then you're, they feel like they're being heard too. That's a good point. Yeah. And then if there are differences, then talk about each person's goal and how you can help them support, how you can support them in helping them to achieve their goals. So that's one thing. Setting intentions for the day, writing down what you're grateful for. You know, these could be family gatherings at dinner you could say what are you grateful for let's go let's go around the table and just um what does that look like encourage if you've got young young children i i think encouraging play dates Mm. and little virtual uh things you can meditate or exercise together you know the um the Pomodoro technique, that 25 minutes of getting into real, into working and productive mode. And then you take a five minute break. And um, you can do that with your kids. Hey, mommy's gonna do a 25 minute um, work sprint. Mm-hmm. You do the same thing. Let's do it with your homework. And then five minutes can be a break together. And then you do five minutes of playing a game, five minutes of exercising together, um, you know, whatever it is that you really want to do. And um, and it also I think I was thinking about this. You don't need hours to let your kids know that you care about them Mm. if you take an interest, if you ask them questions, if they do feel heard, like you said, um, you know, then uh, five minutes scattered throughout the day um, will serve them well, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, And then, yeah, so those are some things. I'm sure we can think of others taking a walk together, perhaps. Going um, to the park. Going to the park, um, you know, watching a TV program together, mm-hmm. you know, playing trivia, all those kinds of things. So, uh, and when you talked about um, exercise, that's one of my favorite things to do, actually. <laughs> and I like the way, like in my city here, uh, and hopefully others too, they're bringing in um, like yoga instructors, or this one's going to do hip hop and Latin and. So they're going to start doing that up uh, in our town, in the center town, let's say. And I like that because that's, and it's free. So there's no reason for people, and it's on a Saturday. So it's for like an hour and 15 minutes. I just saw them starting to promote that now that it's getting warmer here in Atlanta. So I like the fact that they're trying to bring people together, but in a safe way, they're still going to social distance, things like that. So I like that because the county or the city is paying for it anyway, right? So it's free. Why not do it? <laughs> and there's a lot of things that you can find on Zoom that you know before weren't existing. So, um, right. You know, there's a lot of things there. So, right. So look for them. I agree. So, what are some suggestions? Our last question that for parents who may be feeling guilty about not having enough time to parent effectively. That's a good question. 
<laughs> so guilt as parents, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, we think we're not doing something right, or we should be doing something differently than what we're doing. And or we see other people as the compare thing. Yeah, we compare to other people. And I think we there we have to switch the language again and say, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. And this will be over and we can get back to our lives um, whenever that is. But, um, you know, also those short spurts throughout the day, um, asking your kids questions and, and just being curious about their lives. You know, um, when you're so busy working or you, you're at work and you come home really, really late, mm. you, may, you may say, oh, I don't have time right now to do that. Mm. But taking two minutes and just saying, okay, how, how was your day today? Um, what is your dream? What um, what plan did you set today? Did you do it? And it doesn't take a lot of time to ask those kinds of questions. And it can produce you so much result, mm -hmm. as well as being the relationship between husband and wife, between right. spouses or significant others. So it's just getting into that because a lot of times, People don't feel listened to, mm. don't feel heard. And by instead of saying, well, but you didn't do this, switch that but to an end to encourage the conversation and to um, let person person know that you're interested in listening. Um, listening to their dreams, listening to what they want. They want. It's not the time to do a yes, but. Right. And to do a yes and. Right. How we can do this. <laughs> you <know>? I agree. <laughs> so there's no reason to really feel guilty, parents. Everybody's doing the best they can do with what they have, right? Yeah. And, and it's a good idea not to compare yourself to other friends when you see what they're doing or whatever because first of all every child is is different right mm -hmm. and you have to they don't know what you're doing at your home we don't know what they're doing at their home and why there's all kinds of situations out there right now so just worry about you know doing what you got to do for your family and do it the best you can would you say is that right jewel yeah that's right you just have to um you know take every day as it comes and, you know, be present in the moment. And uh, we can't worry about what happened in the past or what didn't happen. So we just have to live in today. Mm -hmm. So tell everybody where they can reach you if they want to have a conversation. I think you're offering a conversation. I am. I'm offering a Revisioning My Life session which is an hour session and it'll really help you to get clear on where you are today, where you wanna be next year. So we'll kind of vision the future and then what's getting in the way and how, what actions and resources can you take 
to get you to that place where you want to go. So um, on my website, I have a link. So if you go to my website, it's www.jewelrayshadori.com. And let me spell it because (laughs) (laughs) it's www.jewel. R-A-Y-C-H-A-U-D-H-U-R-I dot com. Or someone can email me, jewel at jewelraychaduri.com. Great. So I look forward to I will place that in the notes and everybody can get that because I know your name's a little more difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Long name. (laughs) <laughs> so uh is uh I, i've been asking my guests this uh season uh for a favorite quote or uh, affirmation do you have one jewel that you can share with I us do, i do and um one of my favorite philosophers is goite and so he says magic is believing in yourself if you can do that you can make anything happen Oh, that's a great one. I love that. I love it. Magic. Woo. Cool. <laughs> magic. Yes. It's, it's all magic. So, and a lot of kids like magic. <laughs> yeah, and that's another, that's another speaking of things they can do is magic. Right. We forgot about magic tricks. Magic, oh my gosh. Yeah, and put on a magic show. That would really be fun. And I'm sure there's plenty of things out there online where they it could show them how to do that. That's, yeah. that's really cool. Um, so what are two things you're most thankful for that you could share with our audience right now? I'm really thankful for being able to use my gifts. So um, I feel very blessed to be able to share coaching and to and training and uh, to share what I have to offer to people. Mm-hmm. And we have a new baby in our family. Oh, she's four awesome. months old and she's our great niece. And we're really excited that she's here. So oh, that's um, awesome. So she's a blessing during this time. That's, that's awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time and coming to uh, share your knowledge with our audience and our parents on uh, achieving your child's potential. I, I thank you. I know you're in, in Arizona and you're on a different time zone too. <laughs> I am. So yeah, and it's been my pleasure to be here. So if there's anything that I can help and help the parents with, I'd be happy to do it. That's awesome. Cause I know a lot of moms out there are definitely looking to, they have to try to balance their, their work and try to supervise their children who may be working right next to them virtually, or they're sending them home and they're still trying to work from home or some are going in. So definitely give uh, Jewel a call and she can have a conversation, a free conversation with you about how to balance that. And um, I personally know Jewel. She's a great lady and you will not go wrong. So thank you very much again, Jewel. I appreciate it. And thank you, Helen. This is a wonderful thing that you're doing for people. 
Oh, thank you. I am happy to bring you all more tips, resources, and I am actually writing a book, Mastering Test-Taking Strategies, A Simple Guide to Enhancing Child's Grades. And when you were talking about test-taking earlier, all I could think about is some of those things I have said in my book, and I'm hoping that will be released in March, so you'll have that as a source. So thank you very much, parents, and everyone for joining us today. Um, we'll be back again next week with a great and vibrant different guest because I love bringing you more resources. Take care for now and have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Achieving Your Child's Potential podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Whenever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to dynamuslearningacademy.com slash podcast. You may also contact me if you need tutoring assistance for your child. I may be reached at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.